Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, the time is 6.34. It's an old adage that business simply can't bear uncertainty. It'll handle good times and bad, but lack of clarity is a big no-no. Now, a group of 60 major companies, including Nestle, Unilever and Ikea, are calling for clarity in legal and regulatory terms when it comes to what they should expect when it comes to new laws that govern the environment and how it is treated. But amid such economic uncertainty and a possible recession in the US this year, is the environment still so important to companies who have a priority to break even or make a profit. Lucy Gaffney is from Business for Biodiversity Ireland and is on the line. Good morning, Lucy. Good morning, Joe. First of all, tell us what Business for Biodiversity is. Business for Biodiversity is a government project uh, that was launched at the end of 2021. So funded by uh, the National Parks and Wildlife Service and the Department of Agriculture, it's a platform that wants to engage with business to incentivize them and encourage them to assess their impacts and their dependencies on nature. But it also serves to expose risk and potential opportunities as well with engaging with the nature agenda. So it's a really important platform because it helps uh, to guide business um, it provides advice, it provides fora for businesses to come together to discuss the challenges in this in this space. So it's it's incredibly important. There's a lot of interest in it and, um, you know, it's and a changing it's, space. And it's funded by Irish taxpayers. Um, now, you're saying that these giant companies care a lot more about the environment than we might otherwise think because we assume that they're guided by profit. Yeah, I think there's a growing um, concern. There's a there's a deepening understanding of how nature underpins every aspect of our economy. And these big companies in particular have put a lot of resources into fully understanding how those impacts and dependencies interact. So it's gone beyond this, you know, the biodiversity conversation has got really gone beyond the, the wildflowers and the beehives on the roof to moving very much more in a strategic direction where businesses now understand that this is about business continuity this is about the future and uh you know this view has changed from short short termism to a long-term view of things and i think that's how and why we're seeing businesses sort of mobilizing and such um, as joining together such as nestle for example which is one of the biggest coffee makers in the world they're saying that rising temperatures will reduce the area suitable for growing coffee by up to 50 percent by 2050 that's right. Um, I think across the board, we're seeing um, evidence similar to that in, in numerous different sectors, particularly in sectors that are highly dependent on agricultural products. So food, textiles, you know, we're seeing a massive, um, massive evidence that these kind of raw materials and crops will be adversely affected by the changing climate. And businesses are, are acutely aware of this. Fact. And are oil companies among the list of 60 companies that are calling for more guidance when it comes to the environment? Um, I haven't seen any of the fossil fuel, much of the fossil fuel industry among those voices, but they are still very tuned in. You know, I think BP uh, are heavily engaged in the UK Business and Biodiversity Forum. So they're at the table. But I don't know if there is significant enough change happening in that sector yet. Now, last week, there um, a funds ma- fund manager called Callistone uh, put out a paper saying that ESG funds had suffered their worst ever month 
in net outflows. In other words, investors had taken their money out of environmental, social and governance funds for the first time ever. That must be worrying for you guys. It is, but I also believe that this space is rapidly changing. And especially in the biodiversity space, there's so many new financial instruments evolving and new funds developing as well. So I think it's a little bit of maybe some natural ebb and flow of the markets. And as these new funds become available, like we now have, um, you know, biofin as a, as a new term that we're talking about, which is biodiversity finance. There's new green and blue funding, blue bonds that are coming on stream as well. So that space is rapidly changing as well. And I think when we, when we understand and the, and the EU have actually come out to say that every euro invested in nature can yield a return of somewhere between 8 and 38 euros. So once we start to realise the return that investing in nature can provide, I think investor sentiment will start changing. Now, I also read in, <clears throat> excuse me, in your report that the largest political group in Europe is known as the EPP, or the European People's Party. It's a centre-right, pro-business group, and yet you said they're bad for business. It's, it's the, I, I think they're, they're touting some misinformation. So um, right now, there's been a bit of a U-turn. So we had some opposition from some members of the EPP last last week. There's been a bit of a U-turn. Charlie McConnell has come out and now urging people to back the law um, when it goes, goes to vote on Thursday. There's been, I think there's some of the information that's surrounding the EU nature restoration law uh, has been twisted a little bit by, you know, or, or misinterpreted, let's say. So there's, there's By the EPP or by who? By the, EP, by the EPP, absolutely. They are you know, uh, sort of scaremongering a little bit, saying that these changes that are uh, coming with the EU nature restoration law will lead to global famine, which is obviously not true because... And you you um, know that Fine Gael is part of the EPP grouping? Yeah, Fine Gael, but I think they've also, you see, there was a lot of discussion around the nature restoration law in the last couple of weeks, and they've changed a significant amount of the text. So now it's been backed by uh, Chris McManus, who's the MEP for Sinn Féin, and also, as I said, Charlie McConnell was now urging people to support the proposal. So there's been some changes since Friday only um, because of the additional text that was brought in. All right, Lucy, thanks so much and best of luck with your campaign. That's Lucy Gaffney from a Business for Biodiversity Ireland. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.